Father, we it looked like yesterday when we said Happy New Year. But January came left. February, March, April, and May. June, July, August, September. October, November. Now we're in December. Thank you. Many waters could have carried us away, but you preserved us. We are grateful. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Please, you may have your seats. Glory to God. He deserves all the glory. Second Samuel chapter 6. It's only the person that cannot think that becomes ungrateful. It's only the person that cannot think that becomes ungrateful. If you can think you will find something to be grateful for. If you can think, you will find something to be grateful for. And sometimes, because we're so visionary, we keep looking at where we have not gotten to. But we don't look at where we're coming from. And, and, and I'm going to use maybe some of our, um, we're going to use um, some people to just help me do this. Some people are just going to, Tony, will you, will you come? Today, come. Rashid, come. You know, maybe you can help me. You know, you, you can help me do this. You know, you can help me do this together. I can come. Yeah. Thank you. I, I love what you're wearing today, by the way. Just stand on my right-hand side. Rashid, stand on my left-hand side. Yeah. And I can just stand somewhere here. And I want to explain this to you. This looks like the journey of life. This is my starting point. In my starting point, where Minister Tunde is in white, is my destination. And over the course of 2022, the Lord has taken me. This is, this is me in 31st, I want to just hold on. This is me 31st of December 2021, praying and saying, Lord, this is where I want to be 2022, where Tunde is. And throughout 2022, the Lord took me and he took me and I'm here I'm not where I hope to be by the end of 2022 but I've covered a long distance the challenge with human beings is this because this is what we're looking at we become depressed over this little gap we don't look back and say my God see how far the Lord has brought me but because you keep looking and be like, oh, no, no, but this is where I'm going to. But you need to stop for a moment and say, see how far the Lord has brought me. You know, when the pastors were telling me the fact that I'm going to use this service as an illustration. He said, there's no parking, there's no this, there's no that. And some of them were upset. Some were like, what are we going to do? I said, you forgot that exactly a year ago, this particular service was about 150 people. About a year ago, yeah, it was about a year or two ago. It used to be like three rows. Is that not true? It's about two rows, two or three rows. It never gets to the camera. It never gets to the camera. And, and this is just within 18 months where, you know, 
a lot of our moved from our church moved abroad and all of those things and you see what the Lord has so when I see this in a way I'm like I, I wish we can I, I, in a way my natural mind is saying I'm here I, I wish we had a bigger place but in a way I look back and say wow see where God picked us from see where he has brought us to and if God can bring us this far if I trust him he will take me here the danger this is why you feel depressed because you keep looking at what you've not gotten to and you allow this to depress you but this is what grateful heart does grateful heart looks backward and be like my god see just the small that is done look at how far the lord has brought me you, you thought you'd be married by now but you're not married but you're engaged be careful for that you thought you'd be married by now but you're not you have dating someone look at your children some of you have children so look at your grandchildren see how far they've gone God is good. God is kind. Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you. Let's turn our Bibles to 2 Samuel chapter 6. Thank you very much. 2 Samuel chapter 6 verse 13. Thanks for this very important. You need to look back. So I brought a picture. I brought, I brought a picture. I brought a picture. 2 Samuel chapter 6 verse 13. Not 16. Chapter 6 verse 13. I brought a picture of when I was nine years old and my sister-in-law sent it to me and on this picture I was just nine or ten years old I can't remember what it is because it all looks the same but some of you finally had to find me over there I'm on the second roll and the first guy on the second roll some of you think I'm the third person on the second roll I'm the first guy on the second roll and this was when I got into Frederick Government College Yodobolo in my year one and uh, I'd met Jesus Christ and then this, the name of this group is a musical group for, the, it's called Jesus Kids. Eventually, I became the pastor in, at 10 years old for my set, just like my second, it was called a coordinator, not a pastor. And um, <laughs> the lady at the back, her name is Utuanwa now, she, she lives in England. You know, and some of the people are very, you know, great people, you know, that kind of thing. And um, I remember that this is a singing group, and if you know, I don't have a singing voice. Well, because I love Jesus Christ so much, the only place I could serve was in this group. And I said, please put me there. Whatever it takes, I will learn how to sing. And I joined the group. But the question is this. I did not know that all the time God was doing that, he had this in mind. And this looked not intelligent. This looks not wise. But this, all God had in mind. On, on my birthday last year, my uncle came. And when he came, he, he brought two Bibles at my birthday gift. And I said, why are you giving me two Bibles? And he said, he said this openly. He said, because when you were about 10 years old, you asked me to buy your Bibles. And I was so upset because I thought that you were going very religious. He said, I was very upset. I abused you. I said, he said, I just couldn't see the future. If I could see the future, I would have known that your, call, your destiny was calling. But the only reason why we can say this is because it turned out well. Is that not true? But why did it turn out well? The God factor. The God factor. The reason why is that many of you don't understand that the reason why your family turned that well, the reason why your marriage turned that well was not because of your expertise. It was because Paul planted. Apollo waters. But God gives the increase. I know you've been through a divorce or a separation. But what the devil had in mind was to ruin you. But God stood on the gap. And that's why you need to thank him for deliverances you are not aware of. Let me tell you something. There are battles you won that you will never know until you get to heaven. 
when the angels opened the book and you wonder when did that happen and the angel said oh it happened but you were asleep he said why when i was asleep who was fighting and he will remind you that although you were asleep but he that watches over israel neither sleeps nor slumbers that he that watches over israel neither sleeps nor slumbers listen to me some people are here and say why should i thank god I understand if you feel as if there's nothing to thank God for. But the reason, see, listen, if you are alive, that life you have is a reason to thank God. I, I remember, I remember when I was 19 and, you know, my mother was discussing the possibilities of either doing masters in, in the US or in the UK. And, you know, you know, sometimes I talk about my mom and I don't give a great perspective as though she was, I mean, she was me, tough, but my mother had, it's, 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 what do you call it? Strong love. What do you call that one? Tough love. That's what she has. And, you know, she eventually said, and I said, she was pressuring me to make up my mind what I wanted to do because, you know, my brother was trying to travel and he had planned that before. You know, he had planned that before and there were more plans and all of those kind of things. And um, I told my mom, I want to pray. And my mom just went crazy. My mom said, can you see? We're asking you if you want to travel. He said, you want to pray? He said, what does prayer have to do with traveling? And, and I understand where she's coming from. And, and, and what she, she said, that I told you that you're you are lazy, you're useless. He said, I know about all my children, you will be the failure. He said, I know you will be the failure. He said, because, see, this Bible has taken over your head. And I said, and I said, mom, it's not like that, but you have to know the will of God. Mom said, what is the will of God? It's good, not the will of God. And I said, yes, it's good, but not every good thing is God, what God wants for you. And my mother was really upset. And she said, all of this things are not so nice and he said you failed you've done this and look at what the lord has made of the failure but i'm only saying my own personal story because this is how i process my thanksgiving the reason i process this way it could have turned out any other way if not for god the question is this what are you grateful for i hope you remember that it was this year i was shot at I hope you remember that. It was this year that I was running and someone wanted to take my phones and shot straight at me and how the bullet did not touch me. It's an incredible testimony. I mean, it's an incredible testimony. By now, your world have been saying, let's do one minute of silence for our founding pastor. But the God that does not allow his name to be dragged in the mud stood up strong. But you know the thing, it's good to think that, oh, because you're very smart, because you pray. I don't even think that way. I just think because God showed me mercy. Because sometimes you say, you say um, oh, your mom said, but it's because God showed me mercy. I I'm never the one that is able to brag. Because if you know, I mean, my sister-in-law is right there on the third row. If you know me very well, there's, in my childhood, there's nothing like, you know, you can't see me and say, I mean, you know, you know, there are children you see from young when they're young and they say they are stars. No, I'm not that kind of child. I'm that kind of child you don't see any star. Um, you don't see any star because my dressing was terrible my English I, I couldn't speak I was shy you will not see any star you will not see, you, you will not see anything and I'm saying so because I, I remember times in my life I remember times I remember times in my life I would when this church started I would walk from University of Lagos and I would walk to Bagada our church I remember there was a time that sister 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 John came to see me in the office and I was trying to buy food and as I was trying to buy food she I ordered jollof rice and he said meat or chicken and I didn't have money to buy an extra and when I said that in the, in, the, in the third service, Mr. John, Mr. Femi John, texted me. I said, Pastor Laji, there's a story you missed out. He said, when we're trying to build Koring Bagada Church, we could not afford laborers of one five. So you called the leaders to come and start carrying block. 
and all of us were there. All of us were, Mrs. Gregory, can you remember? Yeah, all of us were overnight. We were carrying block because we could not afford laborers. The reason I'm saying so is that I can be here and forget all of this and be ungrateful. And I'm saying so because I'm not grateful because God has done everything. But I can look back and say, hear that too, as the Lord helped me. I, I can definitely tell you, I am the one the Lord has helped. I can definitely tell you, we are the people the Lord has helped. So when we say thanksgiving, it's not because all is done. It's because God is with us. So for his abiding presence, I'm grateful. I always tell myself, maybe any of you can help me. If God doesn't answer prayer, what do you do? What court do you take him to? Do you know one of his tight truths is the unquestionable one? And yet, although he's unquestionable, he chooses to bless. He chooses to love. He chooses to be with you. Do you know how many challenges you passed through and God brought you out? Now, it's okay when you're a single person, you have challenges. When you become married, then your partner's challenge becomes your challenge. And your children's challenge becomes your challenge. And with your grandparents, your grandchildren's challenge becomes your challenge. And God stood with you. That's what the Bible says. And he that watches over Israel neither sleeps nor slumbers. Second Samuel chapter 6. Help me with the timer, please. Verse 13. The Bible says this in 2nd chapter 6 verse 13. And it was so when they were, when they bear the ark of the Lord and had gone to six places, a sacrifice, a sacrifice. The Bible says he sacrificed oxen and fats and fattening. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. I want to notice how David thanked God. The Bible says David danced with all his might. Some people, the day you dance the most is your wedding day, wrong day. The day you should dance the most is the day you are thanking for what he has given you. He said, David, dance with all his might. You know why David danced that way? David is aware of his source. And he understands that anything that detached from his source will soon dry up. He says, before I dry up, let me dance before my maker. David danced before the Lord. And he didn't just dance. He danced with all his might. Some people watch football with all their might. Some people do contracts with all their might. Some people do Instagram posting with all their might. But David danced with all his might. Some people watch the World Cup with all their might. When they come to the house of God, they will sit there like a potato on the couch and not able to shout. But when they are watching FIFA, when they are watching Arsenal, when they get a contract, they will shout. David said, I'm not that kind of person. I'm the one that shouts and dances with all my might. The Bible says this. And David and all the house brought up the ark of the ark with shouting and with the sounds of joy. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Micah, Saul's daughter, you know, Micah, Saul's daughter, I saw that you called the butter. She was born by a king. She didn't know hard life. She knows soft life. Born with princess and princes and everything was nice. Micah said to David, he looked through the window and he saw the king 
dancing and leaping and whining before the Lord and he despised in his heart. Someone says, why did Micah do that? I'll tell you maybe two reasons. Maybe because Micah had a soft life. So, all of you that got married easily, when people give marital testimony, you're like, what's the big deal? Because a normal gets you to get married at 28 because it was easy for you. When people do child education, what's the big deal? Because you have as much children as you have and it's so complicated. Some people have children they cannot bring out of their house. I hope you know that. And some people, some of you have children and you'll be like, say, oh, my children have scattered this whole place. And someone, someone is looking for a child to scatter the place. And someone will tell you like, oh, my, my business did this, my breakthrough did this. And you're like, what's the big deal? I mean, if you're smart, you can figure out a great job. Because, because that's how easy it was for you. Because Micah had this lifestyle where it was easy for him. He, he was like, what is the big deal about this thing? That I said? Well, what's the big deal? What is the big deal? The big deal is that I was not qualified, I was chosen. That is the big deal. That I wasn't qualified, I was chosen. I'm, I'm going to jump quickly. The Bible says this, verse 14, and, and verse 15, verse 20 rather. Let me just jump to verse 20. And David returned to his house. This was after he had done the dancing and blessed the people. And the Bible says, And Micah, the daughter of Saul, came out to be David and said, How glorious was it? See, David returned to his house to bless his house. And sometimes you came to this service to worship God. And sometimes you allowed the praise of soulness to distract you. Listen to me don't have a problem with my praise you're not the one I'm praising <laughs> don't have a problem with my praise you are not the one I'm praising you can't judge me because you don't know what I've been through because I don't look like what I've been through so I will praise him because of what I've been through because all through my journey my God did not forget me I remember when, when, when the prophet wrote to my mom and said, I will die young. I remember the, the prophet will come and the prophet went to Mount Tambora. He, he had and said, I will die young. The prophet is dead. My mom is dead. The person he wrote about is alive. And, and I'm not saying maybe it was a false prophet, but maybe, maybe that's what he saw. But thank God that God that never leaves us. The Bible says as David returned, the Bible says to bless his household, Micah did not even allow him blessing. It was, she was so upset. He, she interrupted and said to David, how glorious are the king of Israel today. Uncovering himself in the eyes of the maids of his servant as one of the base fellows shamelessly uncovers himself. And David said, oh wow, I was shameless. Look at the next line. And David said to Micah, excuse me, when I dance, it's worse before the Lord. I thought Micah would say, oh, I'm so sorry. Micah said, and so what? And he says, it was before the Lord. Then David said, the reason why I danced that way is this. I know who my source is. Who chose me before, instead of your father, to appoint me ruler over the people of Israel. Therefore, I will play music before him. You know the thing? Can I be honest with you? Let's calm down today. When I come to church, I feel as if some of you carry your title when it comes to praise and worship. Some of you carry your wealth when it comes to praise and worship. Some of you carry your beauty. You just feel as if, as because I'm beautiful. My lady, calm down. Like, sincerely, calm down. Some of you, when it's time to praise God, that's when you remember. You, all of a sudden, who you are in the office, how much you make comes to play. But when you're watching boy, you forget that. Listen to me. You are before your maker. See what David said. David said, in verse 22, he said this, 
I would even more be undignified than this. I would be humble in my own sight. That means when it comes to God, because sometimes someone like, uh, like you know, you, you know someone dancing, they want to give you some something like that. Because when the camera comes, you just them like, no, I don't want to see camera. Hey, no, I want to say no, no. Oh, oh, ring, you know, ring, come here. Oh, look, come here. Oh, yeah. Oh, ring, 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 come here. You know, that, that kind of thing. <laughs> Those are called artificial praise. Artificial worship. You know, there's artificial hair. It looks like real hair, but it's not real hair. David said, I will be humble. You, you will see men. So because they are MD of this, CEO of this, chief, what is time? They would have a moment in Golo. Because that's the acceptable dance of a rich man. But when they get a contract for 350 million, yes! Money can make you shout. Your God cannot make you shout. God is not your God. You serve money. Some people, some people, when they go for a concert with Davido, it will smell like they will be sweating like Christmas goats. They will be looking for front row. <laughs> But when they come to the house of God, no, man. You can dance for Davido, Bonaboy, Whiskey, Beyonce. Yet, all of that don't understand, Yoruba. I, I feel I need to interpret that. It says, My God. Is the king that accepts the prostration of other kings. Normally, kings don't prostrate for another person. But when it comes to my God, kings put down their crowns and prostrate. That's why he's the only one that is called the king of kings and the lords of Lord. Glory to God. He said, the people you think I'm embarrassed, he said, I'll be held in honor by them. The last line is the one that touched me the most. Read for the Bible says, and therefore, then somebody that is not connected to thanksgiving and praise entered the issue. And it says, therefore, Micah, the daughter of Saul, had no children to the day of her death. Ah, I, I said, excuse me, how did, how did I connect it? Because God was not about children or not children. The way I connect it is this maybe as David was coming with thanksgiving blessing, that was the moment for Micah to receive of the Lord. But because of her attitude, she lost the moment. Until death, she had no children. You know why? You know another reason why Micah could have been upset? Because she had no children. So many are like, well, everybody's praising God because he has done it for them. And you don't understand that it's by dancing and praising that the rest will come. And you eventually lose the moments. You're wondering, but the contract has not come. The payment has not come. The husband has not come. The child has not come. And you're criticizing, despising those that are praising. And you don't understand by doing this. That's when the rest will come. When it's time to praise, you praise God. Seven things you should praise for class, we close. Oh, wow. And Michael had no... Do you know in the Bible, there were a lot of people that were barren, but Michael might be the only one that stands out that did not have a child till death. All of them eventually had children, but Michael did not have a child till death. Let's... What should thank God for? Number, four, number one, I want to remind you, and maybe I can get some people to contribute to this. 
Praise God. Some things you want to thank God for. The first one. Good health and life. How much have you spent on the hospital this year? I got a text yesterday and says, Pastor, pray for my children. We spend $200,000 in medical expense every year because of two of my children are sick. $100,000 every year. The second thing you want to thank God for is relationships. Look at how God has given you good people. He has given you access you are not qualified for. People that call on you and genuinely love you. Other people, before they fight, want to give them 10,000. They remove pants. May I love to talk. You know, that, that's a challenge. That's, that's a challenge. That's a challenge. People that genuinely, genuinely love you. Not that they want something. Genuinely love you. People that love you, but are your family. And you, you, you tend to forget that these people are the blessing of the Almighty. Some of you have friends here that are better than your brothers. Is that also? People that is as if God knows you will put word in their mouth for your life. When they talk, God has spoken to you. I know someone that met one person. His financial life changed forever. From broke, he became a millionaire. Relationships. And you forget that all those relationships from family to children. Have you seen your child recently? Children, have you, have you seen your daughter recently? And you forget that those things were blessings from the Lord. Some of you, on your birthday, your mother will call you. You don't even know how blessed that is. Relationships. The third thing I want to thank God for this is provision. Do you know how many people have begged for school fees to pay for their children's school fees today? And you, this year, you didn't beg for rent. You didn't beg for school fees. You didn't beg for all of those things. And you're doing big things. Because of the mercy of the Lord. Do, do you know there was a time in my life I would search my wardrobe looking for 100 naira? 100 naira, I'm looking for 100 naira in my wardrobe. And when I search for one hour, I don't find it. I will take a break. Go and do other things and come back. Didn't you do the same too? Many of you here, if you lose one million, you will never remember that you have lost money. And yet, you say, God has not done something. He's done great things. The fourth thing we want to be thankful for is deliverances. From arrows that are seen and arrows that are not seen. Attacks from spirit and natural realm. Yet, the Lord delivered you. The other thing we want to be thankful for is this. Thankful. I'm thankful for errors and mistakes. You know why? Some people, one error, their whole career went away. I've made error, but God should be mercy. Ah, yeah. Ah, musicians, don't, I don't want to mention names. Don't you know people that did one mistake in error and their music career finished? There's a lady I know, and if I, you will know the story. 
She said something, and Miss Karaya stumbled. The person she abused, the Miss Karaya rose up. I'm not even saying that if it's right or wrong, that's not what my, it's just like the dynamics of grace and mercy that you cannot understand. The 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 cross-politation of God's God's work. And you wonder, ha, what, what, what happened now? What what happened now? What what happened now? What happened now? Just just, just error. Look at this girl that sells bread. She just walked into a picture and they took a picture. And the rest is story. Look at this guy that does the TikTok or Instagram video that cannot even that black boy. That is all of a sudden becoming a billionaire in dollars. And he was just he said, I was bored. Errors that turn into blessing. Thank God for errors that God looked at my error and showed me mercy. Others did one abortion. Their womb were never the same. You have done 10. You are still getting pregnant. We should not talk. And yet, they pray like you pray. But God says, I will show mercy to who I will show mercy to. Ah, Lord, I'm thankful for errors, though. Because we gave second chance, third chance, fourth chance, fifth chance. Because you, the way you pray, like, Father, you know I've been serving you. Be honest. Are you 100%? And the last one is this. I thank God that. I thank God for the last, the biggest one. I thank God for God. Ah. If it has not been God, which was on our side, what will we be saying? Who will we run to? Where will we be? What will we be talking? When powerful people will attack you, how can you survive in this country without God? This country is, is news can cause you a consistent state of depression. So when they see us smile, it's God that did it for us. How do we thank God? That's why I said everybody get, get, the, get the cards. That's why I say everybody get the cards. Get the cards because I want you to write things you're grateful for. Make sure you fill the cards. Everybody, I know that some people are like, saying, you know, I'm so sophisticated, I can't feel it. Uh, please calm down. I know. I know you are very sophisticated. You're a big man. Be, I know. I know. We respect your excellency. But we're talking about the excellency that all excellencies posture before. Get the card and write a love letter and say, Lord, and thankful for this. And during the praise and worship and we're thanking God, come and drop in the basket along with your offering. How do you thank God? The first thing is a grateful heart. And why am I saying to write? Because it's difficult for your heart to be grateful if you don't reflect. So what I'm asking you to do is to reflect. The second thing I want you to do is this. With a, with a mouthful saying to God, Lord, I'm grateful. Then with a dancing feet. And lastly, with a worthy offering. It, you know, it's amazing that people will do a wedding of 10 million in reception. And guess what? When it comes to give offering to God for Thanksgiving wedding, you know, they will bring 2,000 naira. God will say, you use 10 million to feed people. Me, that gave you wife, you gave me 2,000. I'm waiting. 
the girlfriend you have not married, you will take her to cinema, spend 20,000. You will do birthday Thanksgiving, you give 200 dollars. God is waiting. Glory to God. A worthy offering. See what Leviticus 22 verse 29 says. Leviticus 22 verse 29. See what it says. See, when you offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving. So, so it's not your five, ten thousand, twenty thousand. No, no, no. It could be a sacrifice. And say, Lord, you've done so much for me. This is my fifty thousand. This is my hundred thousand. This is my one million. Depending on what your size is. He said, when you offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving to God. It's a offer to your free will. It can't be something we tell you. You will look at yourself. Look at what God has done. And say this is a worthy offering. And you worship him. There's a Yoruba song my mother used to sing. Jesu, oh, dojua dura to me. But there are songs, too. There are songs. There are songs. Lift up your hands and thank you.